I don't think anybody will come. Of course. But it's going to cost us for the table. It's Austin Powers. Yeah, but and it's James Casinos, Bond. 007. I'll also lose a fortune there as well. So you really think that we should have an Office 365 distilled table and our fabulous listeners will come and join us? I do think so. And they'll do it because they love us, not because we're going to buy the ticket. Both. <laughs> you hope? <laughs> no, of course, yeah. All right, I, mean, I tell you what. I tell you, okay, guys, look, you listen to the podcast for the first time. You need to be quick. The first, how many people is on the table? Eight. Eight people. So the first six people that Twitter the code word Steve and Moraine 007 <laughs> gets access to a table on the party night at the South Coast Summit completely free of charge. Yes. I can Let's edit this out if you change your mind. I won't. No, I think it's a great idea. Yes. I think it's a great Let's idea. Let's do that. Yes. So What's Stephen Moraine, 007. 07. Okay. I'm write it write down. <laughs> yeah, so that we can say it again a few times. Exactly. So tell everybody about South Coast Summit. Okay. So South Coast Summit in the south of England uh, will happen at 13 and 14th of October. So 13th of October, we've got uh, some workshops and we will be delivering our fabulous practical baseline governance workshop. We are. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about governance and, and ADCAR today. So we're starting off some of that. Governance and ADCAR. We're going to do Ooh. a governance adoption podcast. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Governance, so Friday 13th workshop. workshops, uh, Saturday 14th, there will be the South Coast uh, Summit um, conference. Conference A in Farnborough. bunch of cool people. Yes. Farnborough. So if you want to register for it, now is the time. Yes. Uh, and there are only 10 places left on the workshop. Yes. 10 places left. Exactly. And so six places left on our fabulous... Office 365 sponsored yes. table. Yes. And I will be wearing so cool. a horrendous outfit. No. No, no, no. I you will, will be I will dressed go. as James Bond. No, 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 no. Dinner no. jacket. You will go fully James Bond. I will go fully Naked. Austin Powers. Naked. I've got Austin <laughs> Powers gear. I will be 100% Austin Powers. I have to say, when you first mentioned this idea, I was not so sure. But the more I'm talking about this, this is wicked. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've got, I've got this stuff at right. home. What's the date? So it's September, it's, uh, September 13th the 13th. October, right. October yes. Uh, oh, October, sorry. Yes. So October the 13th then. Yes. So the workshop on the... Uh, Friday, I think it is, isn't yes, it? Yes, Friday. All right, yes. practical governance. And if you came to our adoption one, we know you guys really enjoyed it. This one is going to be more boring because it's governance, but it's going to be better. Yes. All right. Practical. Lots of practical governance on rolling out different applications, on how you approach your business. Um, and uh, and then, apparently, I think it's a great idea, Marina's has decided that we are going to sponsor a table at the dinner. Yes. And it's the Office 365 distilled table. Yes. And if you want to place at that table, you need on Twitter to uh, either at SciSteve or at Moraine Summers request your table with the hashtag Stephen Moraine 007. Yes. This yes. Is a freaking good idea. Yes. All right. Only, only if you are going to be there. Oh, yes. Once you go there, because I don't want to have to... Yes. To, uh, if it, so if you're yeah. living in the US, we are not going to reimburse your travel nope. or but if you, whatever. So if you're going to be there at the conference, feel free to join us at our table. Yes. Yes. Nice. Blown away. Good. Blown away. Nice. Good. All right. Alex Dougalby, thank you very, very much. Yes. So... He was uh, Mr. Secure Mail Merch. Mr. Secure Mail Merch, if you've listened to, to the him. last podcast. Exactly. And he delivered some fabulous whiskeys. He did, yes. Yes. He so. did his sponsorship. <gasps> and today we're going to be 21 years old again. Ooh. We are getting so spoiled. We are. So this year. spoiled. This year. And we haven't tasted this one. Actually, 
I have, but Moraine has not tasted this one. Nope. I had a I, sneak peek. And I did not look at the um, at the tasting notes, notes. either. Oh, okay, you're going to so go blind. I want to go blind. I want to be blown away. Blown away. I think you might be. It's interesting. It's made Good. by father and son. Okay. Who's been making whiskey for well, a significant time? To be honest, time. if it's 21 years old, it's probably going to be a father and son. It's going to be more than one generation. That's true. I'm guessing. That is very true. Yes. All right, good. So we're stuck in uh, Austria again, and uh, Alex is cool. And if you want to hear about Secure Mail Merge, it's a great tool. I used it myself to set up Commsverse. We'll talk about Commsverse in a minute. Ooh, yeah. Uh, to set up uh, the mail shots for the uh, Commsverse CVTV. That me and uh, Michael Tressler, shout out to Michael, um, uh, put together uh, this week. So that was very, very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so Mr. Mail Merge, Secure Mail Merge, great tool to add on to Outlook. Um, and if you want to do Mail Merge in a lot easier way, then that's good for go. Commsverse yes. was great. You weren't there. I missed you. Yes, I sent in a video. You did, yes. And so it was, I was there. It was the last video to be played. Okay. It's right at the end. If you want to see Moraine, it was is it was the last video to be played. I think there's one sponsor video afterwards, but uh, you, you okay. were the last thing on the last right. day. You finished off the TV channel. Nice. Cool. All right. Um, we've done the whiskey. We've done Australia. We've done the sponsorship. We've done the table. We've done the hashtag for you to gain your seat. So um, shall we start the podcast? F yeah. <laughs> We're only seven minutes in. We normally talk and rabbit for a lot longer than I know. I know. But to be honest, it's the start of the holiday season. Uh, It's July. Um, Everybody's off. Um, So there's also not a lot of events anymore next months. No, it's quiet. It is getting quiet. Okay, so here we go. So I had this wild idea today about how linked governance is to change and adoption. So they're sequenced together, they're linked together, mm-hmm. and then as an application gets updated, and we were talking about MS Teams getting their updates through, you've got to kind of redo your governance, make sure you want to do those features, and then you've got to do the change and adoption. So they're yeah. kind of linked together. And I kind of put this thing together, which will work out whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, where as efficiently as possible, we'll roll out a new application, and I think we're going to use... We're going to use uh, the new stream. New stream, okay. so Old stream to new stream. Yeah, so we're going to talk about some of that, what you may, may or may not need to do. And we're going to think about how we define the governance for it. Uh, and then we're going to think about how we align that with the ad car. Um, and uh, I now know that the second day is ability because I wrote it down with an asterisk so I didn't forget it. So we're all good. <laughs> so so yes. that's what we're going to try and yes. do. Yes. And, and so when you when I told you all this, you went... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> until we started talking eh. about it eh. yeah no 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 it, it, it was it was good so you started writing uh, a piece of the process on our famous whiteboard and the more that you've laid out the process the more i had questions so um yes i think it's it's uh, a good one to talk about and also i do want to use stream as an example because dear listeners you probably know this but by the end of august uh, the old stream is gonna go away so all your videos that are on there all gone so you need to start moving everything to sharepoint and onedrive okay it's going to get chaotic in a minute because my daughter's just turned up with boyfriend and they sound like they've had a good time in a I'm not going to go there. All right. <laughs> but yes, so there's suddenly you go, oh, the recording. So when you hear ah. some noise at the moment, it will be my daughter. So anyway, so basically, I kind of started listing the typical governance steps. All right. So, you know, in terms of rolling out an application or doing a major upgrade for an application mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of we're talking. So uh, we've already got stream working in the old way, which is all set up with the old governance way. Yeah. Uh, and then, so very, very quickly kind of did a business need, the capability of the new system, some kind of delta between what the business think they need or the improvements in stream in this particular case and what stream can provide mm-hmm. and also what you can train for and scope and that kind of stuff. Yep. Put that delta together, then do some kind of POC 
um, and check that, hey, Newstream is going to deliver what you need to do with Newstream. Then configuring and building the systems, uh, uh, testing the systems, rolling it out, uh, migrating your old content into the new environment in some way, uh, and then basically looking at the change. And then Microsoft will do an update and we've got to start all over again. Yes. Because actually, that's what they did. That's because what they did, video yeah. used to be in SharePoint, and then they moved it to Microsoft Video, and they then they moved stream, it yeah. into Stream, and yeah. now they move it into SharePoint again. So yeah. and it's uh, good. They, it keeps us busy. Keeps us yeah, busy. Yeah. Keeps us in work. No keeps us of the streets. It does. Yes. And then we talked about awareness and desire and knowledge and ability and can't read my own writing. Reiteration. Reiteration. Yes. Good job. You've got a young man. Reinforcement. Whatever. Oh, you're close. Let's yeah. go with reinforcement. Ah. I think we'll, we'll start yeah. it off scratch and go exactly. reinforcement. Um, and so we worked out where those slots in. And in my mind, and we know we're going to have a disagreement on this, which is great, but in my mind, you want to try and do the first one to the last one in as short a time as possible. All right? That's what the, the value comes in that time. In your mind, there's some slightly differences yeah, and but some advantages and disadvantages. Let's start off with the start. Okay. All right. So... Tell me, in a nutshell, what Stream delivers in its old version. Okay. So, so, so Stream in the old version is a uh, separate repository in Microsoft 365 that is your internal YouTube. So end users can put videos on there and they can just upload their own videos or they can do that in groups or they can do that in channels. Okay. So we get this scenario where um, you place a video, which is done in isolation. It's in a yes. separate process with yes. the same account authentication. And that was actually one of the big problems. So, for yeah, example, yeah. you can't share those with external people. Nope. So you can't do that. Good call. Yeah. Um, so, But you end up with a landing page for the video, and you yes. end up with all the buttons around the video. And it's a video page. It's yes. separate. It's not integrated into all of your other collaboration spaces. It actually spaces. works really similar to actual YouTube, where you can just upload videos, and you can create a channel. Yep and you can put all the videos on there. So typically, you would have maybe the message from the CEO on there, but you might also have your corporate marketing videos, HR videos. You might also have very specific training videos. Yep. So there will be all kinds of content for all kinds of audiences. And do you get a, an overview of all the videos on, on stream or only new ones or something like this? I don't think you do. I don't think you, you don't, have a great You don't like have like, these are all the 1,000 videos that are on here, no. but it's more tailored to who you are and what you have access yeah. to and all that. And from what I remembered when I did old stream, permissioning is a bit of a fiddle and a pain in the bottom. Yeah, so you can add people uh, as an owner and there's a really easy checkbox to say make this available to everyone in yeah. the organization. Okay, that's because you turn it into a public team site or a public SharePoint site behind the scenes which has added all of the permissions. Yeah, in. well, that that's what you would suspect. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. so that, that's a, a, a rough idea of old stream. Yes. And there was not a lot of adjustments you could make to it. So you couldn't uh, no. really do anything other than upload a video and exactly. share it. But the, the big um, the big thing was where you would um, consume those videos. So there was a web part that you can add to yep. SharePoint, you can add them to uh, Teams, or you can show them on Yammer. And, and very often you could then screw up the permissions and you might have the web part on the page, but when you tried to click the video, if you hadn't got the permissions right down the line into the video because the video is stored in a different place. Exactly, yeah. yes. And then the other limitation was around governance and sensitivity and protection and Compliance sharing. and Compliance. everything, yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that was never really done. No. And quite honestly, I think that's why Microsoft said, you know, we've got to do this differently because, yeah. you know, we've got all of this great compliance, sensitivity, all that kind of stuff. Backing it up already in works in OneDrive and SharePoint. And a video file is just a file. And, and we can handle the those in went. SharePoint. Yeah, so. and that was the logic, which is yes. where I was going to get to. But thank you for letting Elvin blowing off my steam. I was really building oh. up to a big number. Oh. Sorry. Uh, well, yeah, I was rabbiting too much. So, so you saved everybody. Yeah. Oh. Hey, cool, cool, cool. All right, then. So when we start looking at defining the business need from a governance perspective, mm -hmm. we really need to find out whether 
people want something different or something new or what the problems are with the existing stream. Yeah. And and there were a few, quite honestly. People yeah. put up with them. Yeah. But just as you mentioned just now, like finding videos, are they in a group or do I need to create a channel? What's the difference between the two? Yeah. Um, yeah, just putting them on there, it's it's a bit of a yeah of a mind fuck sometimes got it um so yeah it makes sense to move these to uh to sharepoint there's a tool available from microsoft uh you can actually move them um i don't really like how it does that can because we it can will... we not jump why sure. are we suddenly jumping into oh, no, migrating sorry. no no exactly exactly so, so you were talking about business needs yeah, yeah. exactly so, so i want to go through the steps I mean, yeah th- no th- no th- th- absolutely there you are right Boys and girls, there is a happy ending. <laughs> Moraine came a little early, but he'll get there in the end. Okay. All right. No, no, no. That's fine. So we've got the business needs. So we're yes. basically going to work out from the business what they need without necessarily talking about the way that the new SharePoint works and, no. and that. So it Just will, it will be about um, you want to store your videos somewhere. And depending on the audience of the video, you want to store that somewhere else. Maybe doesn't matter what it is, well, really. It needs to be on some kind of SharePoint site or on a OneDrive, and you need to decide to what SharePoint site you want to push this. If this is a video that you're going to show on your intranet, you probably want to put it on your intranet itself. If it's a training video around SharePoint, you probably want to put it on your technical training site, whatever. So that will be your business need. Who wants to consume my content? And that's the only business need. No, of course not. But we do this baseline wise, so we only need to come up with the two. We weren't doing first. baseline. No, but let's do that baseline. No, let's so, not do the baseline because we can't just do a baseline in this case because we already have a video service. Yes. So we really need to understand what people perceive as the weakness. Otherwise, how are you going to define the value? True. Baseline governance is brilliant for getting stuff out there quickly, but we've already got videos out there. So mm-hmm. they're expecting improvements. Yes. They're expecting better value. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're not wrong, okay? I mean, we they need to understand from a business perspective that I need easier access to the videos. It would be great to have an overview of all the latest and greatest the videos. It would be fabulous to search them. Security turn around True. and say, I want to protect them. Yeah, transcripts, chapters, yeah. search in transcripts. Yeah, but now you start listing things. out the features, but yeah. from a business perspective, we need to sell it. Yeah. I, I need to apologize way in advance because I seem to be very grumpy. That's fine. I know you're very patient with me. I am. And I'm sorry. That's fine. And, and it's just been a busy week. You want, do you want a hanky? <laughs> I want a hanky. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And I kind of had this story, and, and that's fine. Understanding the capability then, as you say, uh, working yes. out what they want to do and where. Yeah. Um, and I think now is the time, as we just started listening, there are a, b- a whole bunch of new features. Mm-hmm. And it took 18 months to get here, though. Yes. I mean, the ten, uh, the, they've been doing weekly uh, um, uh, stream new stream shows mm-hmm. from Microsoft uh, every week on a Wednesday afternoon. Something so, like that, yes. I've been running yes. a few of them. Mm-hmm. So it's quite interesting. All right, cool. So what we then need to do is we need to decide what are these new capabilities we can roll out in the first release and list which of the business needs people are going to see yeah, and what priority they should be in. Yes. And that's fairly key. Yeah. Because without defining this, we can't define governance. So we, yeah. we can't actually work out what the permission is. So how how would you like to do your videos? Oh, I'd like to be able to say, if my team can edit documents, I want them to be able to edit videos. And just uh, not sure what's happened here. Okay, there we go. We had a bit of a flash of the screen, but it seems to be working okay. Good. Sorry. Surprising. Don't know mm-hmm. why it's done. never done that before. The new version of the mixing desk, I think. So, Ooh, again, again, okay. yes, big of an upgrade, bit of an upgrade, but that's good. All right, so from from there, we'll be able to sit, work out what those requirements are and understand where the value is. All right, yeah. then we can put a plan together on how we're going to implement it, mm-hmm. and then we should do awareness. That's what you say, but let's uh, just let's, a second. Let's okay. go. Let, no, let's let's go with, with how you perceive this, and then I will tell you why you're wrong. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, and anyway, so I think it's time for the whiskey now. Then so let's <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, right. step, so reason, one, step one, step one, define business needs. Step two, understand capabilities. Yeah. Step three, 
Delta, come up with a plan. work out what yes. the two and put the plan together. Yes. So at this point in time, I have a description of what the service is going to look like, the value it's going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. We've spoken to key parts of the business, probably the ambassadors, mm-hmm. but the key video users. So yes. they're already now anticipative of a new system coming around the corner. Yes. All right. And now we can start to discuss what the plan's going to be and start building the POC. Whether you yeah. do it on a test tenant or on your own tenant or whatever, you build the POC. And in my mm-hmm. opinion, I think that we, we have the information available now to actually start making people aware that it's going to change, that it's going to be updated. It doesn't need to be one newsletter, but, you know, your teaser campaign that says, hey, you know, we can drop a video on any page now. Oh, you could do that before, but now you get to see the transcripts. You can have the transcript in any language. You can start to tease people over a period of time or what's happening. You can also start to get them to clean up their old videos. Start to identify the videos you want to keep in your own mind. Start to tell us the videos you don't want to keep. Prepare for the new stream while I'm building okay. the puck. Okay, okay, okay. So you're so while you're building the puck, which I think you should do on your actual um, potentially, yeah, yeah, tenant, yeah, yeah, because you also want to have these ambassadors or champions on board helping out with the puck, a few of them, so that yep. they also know what's uh, what's there. That. Um, so you want to do your awareness campaign, I the, big e- start the big the email campaign. to everyone saying, look, this is what's coming. No, I might not no. do email, but no. I'd, put, I'd do a campaign that builds upwards and yeah. it might finish with an email yeah. and it might ask people to fill out forms so that I get a wider view of what we're doing and get some feedback mm-hmm. that the short people that I talk to the business need. I don't know why I'm pointing this document to you and so as if, I've, you know, my little mini skirt saying, no, look, here it's like oh. the old Wheel of Fortune where this lady would be showing the, the letters and, and walking yep. across. And yep. No kidding? Do you want to... Pussycats are in. You want to move? You want to go? It's going to be chaotic when we do the first podcast with the new puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is yeah, going to yeah. be so cool. You've yes. got that to comment at the end of the summer, mm. guys, when we're sitting there trying to get a dog yapping in the background. Anyway, yeah. sorry. But... So we'll have a shortened version. I think with the awareness, if you do the awareness campaign right with, hey, we're going to upgrade stream and and this is what we're going to do. Do these feel good? We can do different kinds of, you know. I think you've actually, because you're doing the adoption so early, you can actually start to feedback whether it's the right or not rather than just making everybody Mm -hmm. aware for the sake of it. Anyway, and then in your in your schedule or in your um, rough timeline or, or yeah model. exactly. So you're gonna do uh, the, your proof of concept, and when your proof of concept is successful, you're gonna start drive the desire for the product. Well, I think I, in my mind it seamlessly moves from awareness to actually saying, "Hey, we're kind of ready for you now." Or in a few weeks, we'll be totally changing the first ones out. Maybe mm-hmm. do the big corporate ones, or maybe have a new, some new videos launched by the internal comms. Yeah. Set the desire up for people to want to be part of that process. That's the advantage of stream with desire. In my mind, is that you can have material, new material that's relevant to everybody, ready for them to see. The new stream. Hey, look at the new boss's lecture. Notice you can choose French or German for your transcripts, and because blah, blah, blah. you've got the POC, you can actually show it as a yeah, yeah as, as a, a working wise. I mean, so, it might yes. it might not be wrong. It could well be your organization has got so many changed things running. You don't want to take a leisurely process for this. It's it's not where we go. But I think that mm-hmm. once you've done the business capability, you've reduced the risk of you've use the risk of saying something that's not going to happen so you're in a position to start the awareness yeah now yeah i'm getting you convinced slowly but surely no no absolutely magic. not no because i think listen that to what you're I say. so you're listen doing to what i say <laughs> <laughs> sorry so you're on, doing man. the plan and driving awareness and then doing the puck and then after the puck you're going to drive your desire I, I, and yeah. Well, more or less. And I think that it would be better to start the awareness only after you've done the POC. For two reasons. If your POC fails, for some reason, which it shouldn't, but if it does fail or some issues rise up, then you've already wasted your awareness. You've already been talking to so many people about this new new thing that's coming. And then you have to tell them, no, it's actually not coming because it, doesn't cater to our needs 
So that will destroy your awareness and a little bit of your image with the business. Completely blow your image with the business. Well, you... not, not really, because you can also turn that around and saying, look, we said that it's coming. We've actually dug really deep into the bits and bobs of this. Bits and and we decided You've been doing that too it's many not... podcasts with exactly. me. Exactly, yes. <laughs> and, and, and we decided that this tool is not good enough for you. You deserve something better. So we're going back to the drawing board and we will come up with something better. So you can turn that around and make it a positive message. Or maybe I've been listening to too many marketing podcasts. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> no, um, but, so, so it's no, no, no. So if that is correct, starting your, your awareness campaign early is not a bad thing. Especially in days of transparency and being completely honest. And, mm -hmm. and, and you can still say, guys, we're going to upgrade stream and this is what we've decided and this is where we're going. Yeah. There's a POC happening and, and we'll do some videos from the POC team and saying, hey, we, this is where we're at. We've got the video in there. We're running it. See these new features. Da, 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 but we've got a problem here. That's not. You could tell the story very openly yeah. about your stream as part of your awareness campaign without actually saying get ready for this guys get ready you're actually saying hey follow us on the journey of where we're going to do the upgrade to stream you can actually mm -hmm. include people in that process because you have all this video capability available to you and by the time they get to desire they know more or less the capabilities how it works yeah see i would rather do the awareness after the POC. And because then you have time to set up good demo uh, examples to really start driving the desire. Because then you said, okay, we're going to do this. And then you can get your user adoption machine into action to start driving awareness. Because now we know that it's coming. We've got a timeline. Uh, we're going to roll it out. We're going to migrate. We know what we're going to do. Now we can say with more clarity and more detail in our awareness phase, this is what we're going to do. And then you can start building all your demo stuff to drive your desire. So I think awareness and desire needs to come after the puck while, where you say, let's do awareness before the puck. I think you need to start your awareness campaign long and slow and with openness and transparency. And yes, I think you'd have a lot of material where people are in the pocket using it and all that kind of stuff. See, and and that's that's I think also a, a place where we have different opinions. You want to do a long awareness track and then a short desire and move to knowledge pretty quick, while I would rather do a short awareness and a short desire. Because I don't want to stretch it out too much. Otherwise, you're going to run into things like, oh, in three months or in six months' time. Yeah, but we're we gonna... know that's, that's bullshit because we, we already know the timeline. We, we have stream on there, ready to rock and roll. Set yeah. a library up, set the metadata up, set the security up. It's a, really, it's a relatively simple fix. Yes. We can set, t we can set stream up. In, a, in fact, you don't have to do anything. Just throw the freaking video into the library. <laughs> exactly, yes. All right? So going from the business need and understanding capability into the Delta plan mm -hmm. is relatively short. And going from the Delta plan to the POC is relatively short. Absolutely, yeah. Except you might need two weeks of running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some ways you're not wrong in that, hey, why bother? It's only three weeks. Mm -hmm. But then if you go from POC to config and build, so you're going to roll this stuff out, again, it's not a difficult thing to do. You're going to have to start putting everything on hold. You so say you're going to have to run awareness. Minimum awareness is going to run for two weeks, if not longer. Yes. Three weeks probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. people are on holiday, people are away, they yeah. might not catch mm -hmm. the information. Mm -hmm. You need multiple small messages rather than one big bang message. Yeah. And then you need a campaign to do desire. So another three or four weeks to get you know people encouraged with demos and everything else. So there's yes. eight weeks of work there. Let's say six weeks. Yes, All sure, right? yeah. So what are you going to do? Kind of stop for six weeks after you've done the POC? No, 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 no. After the POC, you're going to start doing your awareness. When you get the go-ahead, then you start your awareness. And when you are done with your config, you can start doing your desire because then you've got a finished product okay. that you can show off. Some POC and to config. What yes. work needs to be done? 
um, you need to uh, lay out your governance work. So what are the governance rules that we're going to do? Maybe do some configuration on the admin side, um, things like that. But you do, you'd be doing a lot of that for the POC. The whole point about the POC is that you're going to have those set up and running and done. Yes, but you want you to do that in a it. small controlled environment, yeah. not for the whole... But the governance gets applied all yes. the way along. The yes. sensitivity gets applied all the way along. Your security model has been set up to identify okay. yeah. who's needed. I mean, you're not wrong. Of course you're not wrong. But I just think that you're basically going to drop six weeks off the end of this project if you do that. Yes. And I don't see the risk here. Oh, well, yeah, except for the risk that when your POC fails. But still, that's not going to happen probably. But I, there's, there's no risk. And there's nothing wrong in doing it this way, in, in driving your awareness uh, when you come up with a plan. That's perfectly valid as well. There is one thing that's going to root all of this out, regardless of what you and I think here. And that is... It depends <laughs> on whether the business really wants to, needs, uh, is aware. There's so many dependencies oh, on yeah. this. And trying to fit this in with all the other things and changes mm -hmm. that are going on. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to make the judgment call. But I, in my opinion, I think you, you can make a decision whether you can start your awareness at the point of planning where you're communicating information. Mm -hmm. And it really depends on your project plan, how much time from your delta, so the features that you're going to roll out to your POC takes place. Mm -hmm. So then you can decide whether or not your awareness fits in. So I That's think right. in all honesty, it's a one-on-one -on -one basis. But what is important is the overall time scale should be as short as possible. Yes. You don't want this to go on and on and on. No, no, no. You don't want to say, look, in three months' time, we're going to do this. No. You, you probably want to say, look, in, in, in one month, in four weeks, we're going to do this. And then after two weeks, you're going to drive the desire. Look, in two weeks, this, these are all the capabilities that you're going to have. Yep. And then while you're doing your build and your config, you can actually start driving your knowledge. I, well, the other problem I have with a lot of this, once we start timing down here, is migration. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you may do, because I know you've got some experience here, but let's assume I've got five videos in old stream and I need to migrate them across to new stream. Yep. So, and I've set up the new sites, where they're going to go. We'll come to the questions and things you need to know here. Um, how long does that actually take? Five videos, uh, probably 10 minutes. Okay, so um, 200 but, videos. Yeah, so you need to discuss with your owners. Um, you've got your videos in location A. They need to move there. They need to go away from there. Where do you want us to put your videos? So do you have your personal videos? They will go to your OneDrive. That's no questions asked. The channels and the groups that you have, where do you want them to go? Do you already have a SharePoint site or do you want us to create a new SharePoint site? When do you want us to move them? So these are things that you need to talk to your owners, your video owners. Like where do they need to go and when do you want us to and, put them there? And when would you have that conversation? So would you have them uh, after your POC um, I would do that in your um, in your build phase right before you start rolling things out because rolling it out for me is migrating it. And that would be together, well, at the end of your desire, at the beginning of your knowledge part. I would do it there. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just a list. So it's a list, it's, but people need to fill it in and you need to give people time to fill it in. No, I because get, I just came out of a SharePoint modernization project and we gave everyone a few weeks to do it. And then after a few weeks, only 60% of whatever filled it out. Even we send them five emails and put them in a separate so team. So the or earlier you start on that, the better. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually yes. yes. So the earlier yes. you start on that, potentially you could start on that when you talk about awareness. So yes, thing, things you actually, need to do. you can, yeah. yeah. Because that is something that we need from you. 
when we start migrating yeah. this. So, so yes. if you do awareness at the Delta plan before you do your POC, you've got more time to get all of that information collected. Yes, but if you tell them, look, I need this information from you because in two months' time we're going to do this. It's not two months' No, though. okay, let's say in four weeks' time. So between today and four weeks, I need this information from you. They're not going to do it. No. But if you're it's, starting it's like it to, we are sending in submissions for a conference. But, we will do that two days before the yes, freaking date. I must remember to do South ends. Coast Summit in four days. So I'll do it when you go actually tonight. But if we're already talking about awareness, we said three weeks to do the awareness. Yeah. Three weeks to do the desire sure. kind of minimum yeah. figures. That's six weeks. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to do the knowledge. And if we're yeah. doing the knowledge, we're ready to rock and roll. People can yeah. see their videos. Yes. So you've got six weeks here that you can collect the information to highlight the priority videos. Yeah. If you don't start collecting that information until you're ready to do the config of the build, you want to start your knowledge, your mm -hmm. training, your yeah. campaigns. But nobody's got any videos lined up ready to rock and roll. So the build part and the migration part of the project has just gone on hold. True, but for the knowledge part, you can talk about how they now need to upload videos and how they now need to, when they do new videos, where the the capabilities that they have, where they need to upload it and how to make it available to people. They're not going to upload it. Oh, new ones, you mean? Yeah, new ones. Yeah, yeah. They're, so migration fine. is one track, but it's like, okay, from certain point, you can't upload videos to the old stream anymore. You can only upload them into SharePoint from now on. So from this knowledge point, so we've got six weeks so far mm -hmm. here, yeah. and the few weeks up before doing the the business knowledge. You're not going to start migrating any of your content until you, till that point. That's going to take ages on top. And yeah, you've got to because start collecting the data. That's your rolling out phase. It's your migration phase. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, you can either do it Moraine's way, which will take you four years. <laughs> Slight exaggeration. All right, three. No, but by working out where they go. Or you can do it my way and actually start using the awareness to identify the requirements of the owners of the videos and the requirements of the viewers of the videos and actually start to collect your data, which also means that you can work out your best pocs those that are enthusiastic about who wants to be involved in the POC, easy enough to expand. And you can also do a POC of the migration because you need to test migration here. So I still think there's a case at the end of the point when I know what my plan is to start the awareness campaign and those big heavy users, you'll be able to work out and get them to fill out the forms for their videos so you're ready to rock and roll. That and that will give you so much more flexibility in the rest of these nine or ten steps to get to migration because you've got it there ready to rock and roll. You are 100% correct about that. Now, that brings me to a question, and maybe user adoption specialists might answer that. At what stage... So let's say you need some knowledge from the business to configure something or in the, in our case migrate something when would be the best time to ask it would that be in the awareness phase or would that be in the desire phase because it might be some form of desire to see how fast people are filling in the questions that you ask them that might give you an indication of how much they want it if everybody if you say to everyone okay we need this information for you. I've got five questions and you need to give that to me. If everybody starts filling that out right away, that will give you an indication that they want this, that the Agreed. desire is I very I was about high. to say the same thing. Yeah. So the earlier you get that out, you get your early adopters, you get your early POC people with real world examples. Let's be honest, the people are going to be in the internal comms. Yeah, so the they will be the, the VIPs yeah. of uh, of this. I like that the VIPs. project. Yeah, but we probably need to do a, a a podcast about VIP treatment. VIP treatment. Yeah, very in, important in penis. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Um. So we are coming back then to awareness being good, a nice easy plan in to start people and video owners and applying to them and saying. Guys, we're going to update your videos and give you more features and mm -hmm. business needs. And then you need to fill out this form. Yeah, see, I think that would be better to do that in the desire phase. Why? Because then you've talked to them and they are aware that this is coming. Okay. And then as a next step, you can say, look, you know, it's coming. 
now we need to have some more information from you. If you do that from the start off, look, I'm going to give you a new PC and these are the five things that you now need to decide. Go. I bought Instead a new of car. In a f yes, exactly. I bought a new yes. car and I had to wait 14 months for it to arrive. Yes. And by the time it arrived, I lost the excitement of the car. Yes. So if I sit there I and that. sit there and talk about these new awareness and these new video features and these great things and then I make them wait to start working on that project, they'll be busy and they'll have lost the desire to fill out all of the information to do their videos. They'll get round to it one day. But if they feel like they're the first people to get in there and you get your very early enthusiastic adopters. See, and that's exactly what I'm worried about. If you start the awareness too soon, they might lose a bit of desire once they get to play with the new tools. Not when they can instantly see their new videos migrated as part of the park onto a page that they can access themselves without it being public. There's plenty of things to keep them motivated with this game because it's, they're fairly small steps. You can migrate here at the POC level because it's automated. It's not the smartest thing in the world, but you can do that and say, hey, look, your video's been popped. This is what it looks like. Only you can see it. Mm -hmm. If you want to share it, you're all good to go. If you think it's good, we can just make it live. You're all good now. Yeah. I see value in it. I, Absolutely, I, think, yes. I think in my opinion, in my mind, and it is my opinion, but in my mind, the whole change model, if it's tied into the governance and build model, I think it has more value overall than if you suddenly turn around and say, okay, we've spent six months testing this and we know it works and we're ready to go. Let's now start the awareness campaign because your engineers that are working on this are going to suddenly move away and do something else and then you're going to start dragging them back into your ad car program. But I think there's value in aligning the program with your change program as much as possible. I agree 100% that you need to align your governance process with your ad car process. What I don't agree on is the timing. No, Because also, um, if you want to do your user adoption, you want to have something that is not going to change too much anymore. So when you're going to do your demos and telling everybody about the new thing that's coming, it actually needs to be 80-90% ready, I think. Okay, we're talking about stream here. Yes. What's going to be different? There's, there's five key features that are not going to change. Unless you decided, for example, we're not going to roll out transcripts until an MVP too. But then that means even less going to change. Bottom line is someone's going to go to a page, see a video with a play button and press play, and that's what they want. It's quite short. But something yes. more complex like Power Automate or something like that, you'd have a different kind of program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for stream, I think it's aligned. But, you know, quite honestly, as we've said earlier, it all depends on the organization, Absolutely. the company, what else is happening. Yeah. But, but, but for me, in my opinion, the, the shorter you can make these things, the more take-up you'll have at the end of it. You know? So it's about a balance of how careful I want to be mm -hmm. and how much, how much risk and speed I want to take. Yes. No, absolutely. Yes. And I do want to put that your knowledge phase at the build and test and, and rolling it out um, right at that moment. Yeah, it so it really needs to be short. Your POC is, depends uh, whether all your public videos are going to be on there and all that kind of stuff. And then your knowledge stage is, is really replicating what you've already done. Yeah, but that's also where the, the big um, user adoption work comes in. Well, I think the biggest part of a stream project is telling people where the videos are now compared to what they used to be, because the actual learning is quite small. Hey, videos.microsoft.com, that's, you know, what is it? Is it videos? Is it stream.microsoft.com? Stream then that's where your homepage is, but a lot of work needs to be done on that. But again, from an end user perspective, they need to understand where that is. And then also um, being able to work out the logic and the governance around, you know, I would not want these videos to be on a different site. Let's try and keep the video on the site that it needs to be played from as mm -hmm. opposed to the video on a different site and then running it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you also need to think about whether you're running a video in different countries 
but you're hosting it from one site, so you might well end up with quite a long latency between where the video plays compared to where it's at. Again, it should all be seamless because it obviously mm -hmm. works it all out. Um, but there are some decisions around there that will need to be done as part of that uh, design stage. Yeah. Um, and then the thing is that once you've got it all rolled out, um, you've got the, the, the knowledge in there, you've gone live with it, you've migrated a bunch of videos and you've tested them and you're monitoring the, the latency, delay speeds or the uh, successes of your videos, Microsoft will change it or you will add new functionality because this is a new service. Yeah, exactly. And then you will need to go somehow work out how you're going to go from um, you know, your sort of uh, checking and your referrals and all that kind of stuff and then work out, okay, I need to make people aware that there's some new features coming out. We can now choose different languages. Yep. And this is the internal process for adding a different language to a different uh, tape. Yep. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, I think it because turns into a bit of a loop. Also, in the uh, case of stream, so if people are consuming videos on SharePoint and you've got the old stream web part on a gazillion pages, you need to check those pages and you need to get rid of that stream web part and add the new media and file viewer web part so that it points to the right file in SharePoint instead of the old one in stream. Would you, would you tell your site owners to do that though? Would that not be part of your knowledge and say, yes. hey guys, by this date? Yeah, but you need to talk to your video owners because the video needs to be moved. And then you need to talk to your site owners to say, update your web parts and your pages to point to the right videos. Can you do all this through one PowerShell script? So can you actually kick off the migration, uh, add in the web part, link the web part you, to the new video, remove no, the old web part, and then go, done. No, because you don't know where the videos are being displayed. Uh, but you do. Because surely when you talk to the people at the awareness and the desire stage that say, hey, where's your video now? Where is it going to be displayed next? Mm -hmm. Then you do know a lot of that stuff. Possibly. But anyway, it depends on the collecting the right information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Is there a big finish? Um. <laughs> operations are really boring, aren't they? Yes. Operations no, it's really not. Boring. No, it's not because this this is the perfect way to do a project. From That's the a very bold statement from the delivering value point of view, because this is what we're doing here. That's we're, what we're trying we are, to do. We're trying we to put a value stream in for migrating from old stream to new stream. Yes. A value stream for video stream. <laughs> hmm. Don't don't overthink this. Don't overthink it. Yeah, the wording. Oh right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, so, I was thinking there had to be something logical in there somewhere, but I couldn't find it. Nah. But yeah, the value uh, is what we're looking to do here, which in my mind is trying to keep it short mm -hmm. because of everything else that's running yeah. in play. Uh, trying to keep it uh, aligned so that the tech team and your change team are kind of able to work together and go, hey, guys, this is where we're at. Yeah. Um, and that's where setting up the awareness is the right way to go. Mm -hmm. But timing-wise, it's all different. But that migration test will also be done in the POC. So all of a sudden, you'll have everything rock and rolling because it's a relatively simple migration in terms of the number of steps. The biggest thing is the pages and the designs and where, where all the videos are played. Where everything is consumed, that also mm. needs to change, yeah. Yeah. Because moving your stuff from A to B, it's like moving your trash can from this room to another room, that's pretty easy. But then telling everyone that they, if they have trash, that they now need to go into the other room because you've moved the bin there. Yeah. That's uh, the most important bit, yeah. It is difficult. Um, something dawned on me, but you were telling such a great story, I moved away from it yes so uh, in real terms then um i have my stream channel old stream channel mm -hmm. um are you able to put a redirect in from the old stream channel into the new location yes so that's what the migration tool does so the migration tool will so you need to say okay i want to move this channel to site a so what it will do is it will create a new library called stream migrated 
videos, okay. which is a horrible name. And in there, it will create a folder with the... I think there's first a folder called Stream Migrated Videos in your library, Stream Migrated Videos, but you probably can deal with that. Um, there's a Don't sub overthink the words no. here. There's a, <laughs> there's a subfolder in there with the name of your group, and then there's a sub-subfolder with the name of your channel, and that will have all the videos from that channel in there. All right, cool. So you have to put that string into the web part when you want to play the video. Yes, but the tool will also make sure that your uh, old stream web part on SharePoint, that, that will be redirected to where your video is now actually in the oh, new place. So clever. that will take care of your redirection because it has that structure. But that also means you can't move your videos away from there because that will F up your redirect. On your old stream. Yes. So people don't get redirected to the new page where the new stream is when they go to the old links they have for the old streams. They still get to see the same video in the same old place. Well, you can go to the new stream homepage, but I don't think that a lot of people will do that. They no. will just go to a specific SharePoint page and yeah, see that there's... Oh, sorry. So, no, no, that's fine. So, so when I when I have a video... Uh, a link to a video that I watch yeah. relatively mm -hmm. regularly, okay? So that's on old stream. Mm -hmm. I then migrate. Yeah. So my link will take me to the old stream page. And I'll still see the same video, but it's actually playing from the new location. Is that what you said? Uh, I need to double check okay. that. All right, but well, let's yes. not worry about it too much. So it, it does work when you have a, the video embedded on a SharePoint page and you click on play on the video, that it will actually redirect you to... The actual video being played on the page. Oh, okay. So yeah, you yeah. don't end up staying in the channel. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. No. So you don't go to stream, actually. It just plays on the page. Got it. All right. Cool. All right. I haven't thought about that process at all. So No. And also, if you have lots of videos on the old stream, you might be paying for extra licenses for extra stream that you don't need uh, storage to pay for. because that's pretty small it is yeah and that might also be worth of taking a look at to get rid of those extra licenses yes and that can be quite expensive if you've got several hundred videos that soon yeah. rocks up the yes. uh, i did a project a few years ago actually a proof of concept for a company that runs these little robots through the sewers to see if the oh, sewers yeah, haven't cracked that several times yeah, yeah. So they're running videos in 4K um, and they need to store those videos because every five years they need to run the little robot through the same sewer to see, oh, this crack wasn't here five years ago. So yeah. they need to do comparisons. So it's, it's a bit like a colonoscopy then? Yes. That, that crack yeah, wasn't there five actually, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little robot yeah, on your spine. You yes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> so we were actually looking to see if stream would be an option, but that would have been ridiculously expensive, expensive to put it all on yeah. there and now of course you just have to pay lots more storage fees but it's at least document storage fees and not special yes stream storage but fees. sharepoint storage is also way cheaper than yeah. stream storage i agree yeah i agree all right so actually i should talk to that company and say look it's actually you know time. five years ago we discussed this but now things have changed but will they not do what they normally do they'll go oh is this moraine <laughs> said, stop oh, calling us no, yeah, no, yes <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be is this Moraine oh it's alright that secretary left so we're all good hey Moraine <laughs> <laughs> no HR complaints no anymore. HR complaints no I like it no but that's a good valid valid point mm -hmm. but I'm fairly sure that they've got a they probably yeah yeah so the thing that they were going to go to was just a file share mm. because that was just an, an easy way to or a cheap way to store lots of terabytes of content we're going to go to austria good sir sir alex diggleby or Duggleby, sir alex we'll call him because yes they were talking about football that alex yeah, it doesn't matter but mm. alex Duggleby, our mr secure mail merge Provided us with some very tasty Austrian whiskey. So it's a... Uh, uh, and I, I have to say that um, I, I opened up the box and the bottle 
immediately it, the bottle is one of the best whiskey bottles I've ever seen. Okay, can you make sure you carry it with two hands? Put the microphone down. I don't want this one broken. It is a very, very cool bottle. Cool box. So it's a 21-year-old whiskey. Um, it was distilled personally by Hans Russet Bauer, who is the father. And the son has now taken over the distillery and um, basically worked out how he's going to put, sort of put this... Uh, whiskey into play oh that was a great sound so it was stored in a trockenbeeren nauslies barrel what the hell is a trockenbeeren nauslies barrel Moraine? isn't trocken dry isn't that beer Oh, okay. Well, that would kind of explain some of the taste that I tasted on this. The color is gorgeous. This is dark red amber. Red is orange amber. It's very, very dark. And I love this. This this has the nose of a wonderful 21-year-old single malt whiskey. So it's a 48% uh, proof. Um, and Moraine is just checking what that actually means because I'm interested in what it's been finished in. You think it? This these people also do liqueurs and brandies. And the answer is filter upwards. Dried berry selection, man! I'm impressed. Wow. So okay. this is a German word for medium to full body dessert wine. Oh. So this is like the very sweet, super sweet wine that you might get in, um, I forgot the name. We've tasted whiskies that were finished in these barrels. The Teeling uh, armpits, no, not armpits, Teeling body pits, no. The Top pits. Yes, that was finished in one of these dessert wine barrels oh well it doesn't matter it was just no. i was just never seen it before and of course i've actually got the tra the page being translated because it's in the original german but obviously not all right so what do we get from this so distinct aromas of spicy wood with sweet nuances of cherries oranges and tart nuts with hints of citrus i don't know what a tart nut is but i'm fairly <laughs> sure it's a google translation error i think i had one last year <laughs> a nutty tart yes <laughs> Oh, okay. It's a rye nose. Yes, very, very. But I think it's because of the the aromatics from a berry barrel. You're not going to like this, are you? Oh, I really thought you would. Mm. Yeah. So no, absolutely. There's there's a lot of rye nose in there. <laughs> rye nose in there. Rye nose. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh God, we haven't even, <laughs> we haven't even tasted this. Oh Jesus, a lot of rhinos. Rhinos. Yes. Oh okay. goodness. <laughs> so a lot of dark bread. Let's say. <laughs> okay. Deep breath. I'm gonna taste yes. them. Good. Yeah, but there's there's definitely there's something minty in there as well in the nose. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So let me dive in. I th I think it's quite funny. It's it has got some odd taste, there's no doubt about that. And I think it's down to the acid of the berry. But the finish on this whiskey is what it's all worthwhile for. Wow. It is, uh, they call it lingering spicy oak. And it is, yes. you can taste that wood, that, well, that wood is f the flavor there. And it's... It's got a real harshness. Now the smile is there. Yes. I did exactly the same the first time I tasted it. I was smelt it and went, this is going to mm. be sickly sweet. Yeah. But it's not. And then when you drink it, it, it uh, the palate is kind of a bit like um, sweets, you know, like children's sweets, like, like you know, chewy sweets. You know what I get from this? Fanta. Yes. That is perfect. Yeah. Fanta flavor. But then you get that finish and it kind of goes kick. Yes. It's, I told you you would be impressed with it, but you are right. The nose is a, it's kind of a, 
Che- it says cherries, and I know that I've got cherries in my mind, but cherries and orange. Yeah. I didn't like the nose very much, but I do like the taste. Mm. It is, just... once more, very different. Something very unique. And we I know that I tasted a whiskey that had this Fanta flavor... I can't remember which one it was. No, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. I like this. But I can feel it still. I mean, it's, yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. And it's good. How much? um, 48%. 48%. Okay. Oh, wow. That's good. For a 21 year old? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it keeps going. (laughs) Very pleasant. Alex Duggleby, this was a pleasure. Mr. Secure, mail merge man. This Hero. was wonderful. Yes. All righty. Well, we should bring mm. this to a close. We're on an hour, more or less, just okay. over an hour. So let's let's recap. We've got a slight difference of opinion as to when we kind of start the, the change process in mm-hmm. this migration space. But we also do agree we need to keep the end-to-end value stream as short as possible yes and we also agree that there's real value in the team that is going to be doing the migration and setting up the sites being very close to the change program while the change program is running yes so one project manager here really needs to manage two teams very closely yeah and i think that's that's real value because then you're not jumping around from a technical solution into a change solution Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that if you plan this properly then uh, I think it it will align nicely. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, there is a risk with it. The real problem is, though, if your awareness campaign does not work, then you're going to everyone's going to be sitting there twisting their thumbs for ages. Yes. So Remember if that? you run into any issues in your POC, and you say, "Okay, we need to go back to the drawing board," then yeah, but that's redesign. again. You all I was saying was if the awareness campaign didn't work then you're going to have to redo awareness and then you're going to end up delaying all of the technical solution. But mm, if you, if you No, get... no. I would just go ahead with the technical solution and let that drive your, um, your user adoption story. Okay. Of that... course, you can't do that when you're actually Correct. migrating and rolling things out. You need to have your users on board by then. In but... my opinion... Agreed or disagreed, but my opinion, getting this awareness right is key. It always is. But yes. getting the awareness for the owners so you can start getting them to identify which videos they want to keep and migrate, those that they're willing to get rid of, and mm-hmm. they can just delete them. Because to be honest, if we're ever migrating one thing from A to B, and we always say, okay, delete the stuff that you don't need, nobody ever does that. That's true. But here's another thought. And it's only just arrived and it's very late in the podcast. Okay. But what if you make a decision on what videos you're going to keep based on how often they're being viewed? Ooh. All right. So what if you do the stats and you just tell the users, we're only keeping these videos and we're going to delete those others because nobody's using them. And only the videos that have them. views for the last year, we're going to keep those. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that way you can, you're in more control about what you're driving. That yes. is what a 21-year-old whiskey does. Mm-hmm. Everybody See, should have a drink before they have a that's brainstorming That's delivering idea. value. <laughs> it is that's whiskey delivering value. And on that note. Yes. Cool. All righty. Well, uh, as I said, this is a sponsored one. We know, by the way, that you're going to get this video on top of another, sorry, this podcast on top of another podcast because... It's been such a busy month. I've got a bunch. So by the time you get this, you will probably only just have finished listening to Alex explain his wonderful tool. Um, but we hope this has helped. The the alliance from governance to ADCAR, um, I think we know it's close, but maybe we haven't explored how they can be intertwined here. Because governance never is fixed. I mean, I know we've got it here going business need capability delta plan mm-hmm. but, you know your governance is going to get adjusted as well as part of uh, anything else you know this model needs to go into our baseline governance course the baseline governance course yes that we will deliver yep. at the south coast summit yes so this model needs to go in there yeah 
and there are only 10 places so um, I'm going to push it again because I think it was such a cool idea that we started off with but South Coast Summit uh, is in England uh, in Southampton yeah. uh, 14th, uh, 13th and 14th of October on the 13th of October we will be running a very small exclusive small batch uh, governance uh, course practical governance course yeah. Uh, and then on the following day, after you've been to the exhibition and you've listened to some of the the uh, events, uh, if you hashtag Steve and Moraine 007 on Twitter or on our Facebook page, if you are at South Coast, the first six people that do that and confirm their space will come and join us for dinner at the 007. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Poker casino night. Yes, yeah. with everything goes with it and yes. Moraine is going to be dressed as Austin Powers yes and I'm going to be dressed as Bond James Bond yes um, no. before he gets killed on that island in Japan of course yeah of course I, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I just sort of clear that out <laughs> <laughs> yes. all right and on that note uh, because I want to go and taste a, a bit more of this whiskey mm-hmm. and relax uh, Steve Dobby is going to say hi and bye and I really hope you've enjoyed this I, I look at our our soundscape here on the on the mixing desk, and it really has been very balanced in terms of our inputs on Good. this. So I think this is one of those balanced conversations. Nice. Yes, a little nice. bit of fame for Moraine instead of Steve just talking over the top of him. So there yeah. you go. That's All right, guys. Good idea, butter brother. 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 Really good whiskey. Yes. This. Yes. Value. Yes. Value. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, bye-bye from Steve. And Moraine wants to say bye.